Slim. You're listening to CITR F102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there Andre Williams with I Wanna Be Your Favorite Pair of Pajamas with Mick and Dan of the Gories on. 
production and guitars from Andrew Williams' album, Silky, from 1988, that I showed James Brown. And today, an interview with James Brown. I also asked me, Nardwar, the human serviette, about Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver's, a band that discovered or did they discover Michael Jackson. They're from Vancouver. Tommy Chong played in that band and he wrote and contributed to Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver's playing guitar. So right now, I thought we would hear a bit of Tommy Chong and Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver's. Bobby Taylor produced a lot of early Jackson 5. And I interviewed a bit later on the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show, James Brown, all about who discovered Michael Jackson. Oh, that was one of the things that came up. So right now, could it be Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver's? So right now, here is a little bit, as I mentioned, Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver's with Malina on CITR F102, Cable 102, the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And then an interview with James Brown. i 
How you feel? I'm feeling great, Mr. Brown. Well, I know Mr. Brown is real great, but I think you might have better call me James Brown with these kids, you know? <laughs> they want to hear me what my name is. <laughs> they told me to address you Mr. Brown. Well, that's uh, in, in business transactions, but this is, uh, I'm an artist person, so just call me James, don't worry about it. Sitting by the organ. Yes, that's right. Now, I, I was going to call a bit of sweets up, and we were going to rehearse something that, um, would you cut one minute? Bit of sweets up, we have Cynthia, Amy, Martha, Keller, and Candace. And my name is Willie. Would you like to introduce who you had singing with you? I'll do it again. Martha. Hello. This is Kelly. This is Candace. This is Amy. And this is Cynthia. This is a bittersweet. And uh, they'll be doing a fantastic job tonight. They travel all over the world with me. I'm traveling with them, really, because four, <laughs> four against five against one, that's all. But we travel all over the world together, and we're going to have a dynamite show here tonight, and one that you should catch. And you're back in Vancouver. Did you remember at all when you've been to Vancouver before? Because you've played here a few times over the years. I played a few. I remember the cave. Uh, but I, I, there's another place I played. Uh, is that was that the cave? Elegant Parlor. I don't remember. Because there's this band. Do you remember these guys, Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver's? Do you remember them? I don't remember them. Bobby Taylor and Tommy Chong. They were in this band. Tommy Ch Bobby Taylor was the guy that supposedly discovered Michael Jackson. Really? Yeah. That's new. I discovered it. You discovered Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that, but I mean, you know, Jesse, uh, I don't want to speaking. Michael Jackson was discovered by a man named Purvis Spann and myself. We had television shows out of Gary, Indiana. But, uh, you know, I don't want to shoot this kid down because he could have been, he could have met him later in life. And, you know. Was that know. the TV show you were beating Carson? No, I'm not going to brag about it, but we did. We had a show called Future Shock in Atlanta with Ted Turner when he first started. Uh, it was the Superstation, TBS, and um, we beat Carson 27 to 10. And they wanted me to do national television, but I didn't want to do television because I want to be out there with these pretty young ladies. <laughs> and they I can't have them on television every day. Are you writing any new stuff? Is there a new album coming out? We got a new one out now called I'm Back, and it's uh, we're doing a couple of cuts from it. 
One's entitled Funk on a Roll, which is up jumper, heavy like sex machine, really dynamite. It's a new grant, it's a new groove. And it's really you have to hear it and it, it blows you away because it's a whole new bag. We call it a new uh, monster on the planet. It's uh, it's really dynamite. And then I do a ballad, every beat of my heart on organ. We don't get a chance to do a lot of it. But there's one tune in the album personally that I'd like to, well, two actually. One that's very close to me is it's called uh, Peace in the World. And that's probably one of the main problems around the world today. So much uh, violence and killing. And we're trying to address that and hopefully it would seek through to the young people, let them know that life is about more than killing, it's about living. And then we also we got a song that everybody knows, Papa's got a brand new bag, it's like the, the soul national anthem because it started the music from two and four to one and three. And the minute we made Papa's bag, I'm still Mozart, Schubert, Beethoven, and Strauss, kind of turned over a little bit and said, you know, what do you got there? <laughs> but um, it's, a, it's a song that everybody knows, it's a lot of fun, and, Myself and the Bittersweets, we do a fantastic job with, along with the Soul General, the band. And it has so many arrangements, so we got this arrangement this time on this album. It's really dynamite, and who knows? We, we're, we're thinking about bringing it out because so many people are requesting this particular song. Well, the show's sold out tonight, Mr. Brown, well, or James I, Brown. Well, I, <laughs> well, I thank God it is, and, and we'll do our best, and we'll let the people know that they didn't uh, just come in vain. And the next time I come back, hopefully this place will be too small for me. I, I either have to play in five days, well, I got to play the stadium. I hope Brian Martin hear that. Oh, you don't want to play the stadium. The uh, the audio is lousy. I don't care about audio. I'm, we we video anyway. I'm, we, we visible anyway. <laughs> so if they see us, it's good enough. They can imagine what we're saying. We want them to see us do it because not a there's not enough people can see it in here. I'm sure of that. And we thank God for this because this is one of the finest venues around. But we'd have to play in for about five or six days. Mr. Martin, do you hear that? I'm trying to hear, trying to fix it for you. JBs have a new album out, I noticed, in Mojo Magazine. Have you ever thought of getting back together with them at all? Well, there is no JBs. There's a lot of people that say they are. So the reunion LP. Well, there, I'm sure the reunion will, will do good with all the fellows that were involved many, many years ago. And we like to probably play some gigs with them sometime for fun, you know. But the Soul Generals, we have nice. It's a new, young, dyna, dyna, dynamic band. It's, um, it's, it's unbeatable. But also, Mesa and Fred are still unbeatable, too. And the uh, JBs aren't anything without JB. You were a JB. You are the JB. Well, we won't say they're not anything because they're very good players, and, and I hope that they make it um, uh, because there's plenty of room for everybody. I'd like to see the famous flames with them, and I'd like to see the whole troop come back. You know, uh, it's not that we don't want to see them make it because we there's a lot of room for soul music, and we can only fill so many places that we play here and play in another place. Somebody else needs to be coming later. You're standing by an organ right now. Weren't you? F you made a couple instrumental albums, like Grits and Soul. Oh. What was the deal behind that? Well, uh, it was something I was trying to expand, let people know musically we had something to say, as well as uh, 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 as audio. Was it due to contractual obligations, like they weren't letting you sing? Well, one time that, that I, I did that uh, because um, I was with King Records and, and Smash, which is was when it later became Polygram. Um, we had to. Uh, do both of them because both people want us, so we gave one instrumental and one single, but then I came back later, I mean, singing, and then we came back later with, um, with a couple of more albums, and it got jazz albums out too on King Records as well. We have a jazz album we think will be coming out pretty soon. If, if my guess is right with Mr. Stu Rick, I think he's <laughs> gone now. He, he runs away when he got an obligation. You also play drums, don't you? Did you play the drums on Night Train? I heard like the drummer went to the washroom and James Brown or Mr. Brown filled in. <laughs> You're a funny cat. <laughs> that, but that's true. That's true. 
So I had to go to the bathroom. We had to cut the run song. He had, <laughs> I started going a little deeper. He, he, he had number one in mind, and we had the whole thing in mind, right? Yeah. So we did a good, we, it was real good. And then I played the drums on a song called Hold It as well. That was old Bill Doggett's song. Um, but I tell you, tonight you'll be seeing a lot of things, because we were doing a lot of songs that um, I had a chance to cut. One of them is Honky Tonk. We uh, recorded after Bill Doggett, but one of the biggest instrumentals around. And uh, we, all, we also will be doing it tonight, and we recorded it as well. Well, what's exactly? And the Sweet will be doing their rendition of a song called This Is My Story. Mr. Brown, what exactly was the story behind that album? You were saying there's a big story behind this little 45 cover. Because this is, it, what, ladies, you're not on the cover, it's not your name. There's I'm no. I'm gonna let the ladies know. When I first made this song, Please, 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 and it became such a dynamite hit, they didn't put uh, black men on the covers too much. And that's, that's hit everybody get still. That's what was happening. Black men were not on the covers. And this, I was not, I was not on the cover of this album, and I was not on the cover of uh, Try Me. A girl was on that. And I was not on the cover of Think. Got a baby on there. But then later on, they find out what they were missing, this beautiful face. I got to the <laughs> side, they want to put it on there. But actually, things got better, and people got to understand, so they went and recovered all of them. And you're able to buy, like, radio stations. Do you still own radio stations and gas stations and all that stuff, Mr. Brown? Not gas stations. I wish I did own a gas station and let the radio station go because gas sells faster. <laughs> Since the Internet came by, radio stations suffers tremendously. I'm sure you know that. But um, we have uh, two stations, and an interest in the third one in Atlanta, and um, hopefully we will get a chance to get it. What happened with my station, I tried to rephrase what was going on in the earlier years, and everybody has copied my format now. Did you also have restaurants too, like those, the Golden Skillet? Well, no. Well, at least you close gold platter. How do you learn? How'd you, how'd you learn the word skillet? Where you learn that from? <laughs> I don't know. This hangout in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Mr. Brown. Well, that, that's coming. That's a long way from. <laughs> okay. But anyway, uh, we had a gold platter, and, and they did pretty well. But um, I couldn't stay there and eat all the time. I want to get on the road, so we gave that away. Gave it up, and, and we made a lot of money on it. Though. Now, Mr. Brown, I know when I got um, the gentleman to get you to sign this, you were very excited I'm, about this. I'm looking for the, for the, for the middle This is the Tammy show, I'm right? To see what I had to fight through. What was this? Explain to people that may not be aware of this, Mr. Brown, I the was, Tammy show. That was a show there with Electronic Vision. Uh, most people didn't understand that. I don't understand the, uh, the schematics how I explain it, but Electronic Vision was a, a way to shoot movies with TV cameras instead of the cameras. Cameras take too long. Mm -hmm. And TV cameras, you can shoot it. If you can get it rolling, you can keep on shooting it. So uh, we was on Electronic Vision. Um, oh, I forgot the fellow's name. But they also did Harlow before that, you know? Uh, Gene Harlow was the, what was, what was the name of that picture, Gene Harlow? Too, too long for you, huh? Okay. But anyway, Gene Harlow made a move in. Uh, you really quiz your, your people, Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. Mr. Oh, Mr. James. Sorry. That's all right. That's all right. Mr. Jones is being here pretty soon. Mr. James Brown. <laughs> No, I, I have a lot of fun with them because, you know, it's, uh, it's nice to see younger people and you try to make them remember things like that. When you think of James Brown on a show with the Beach Boys, Chuck Berry, James, Beach Boys, Chuck Berry, the Barbarians, Marvin Gaye. The Barbarians, remember them? The drummer only had one arm. I remember very well. They were fantastic people. I don't know how you remember them, though. They're on TV quite a bit. They do play it, actually. They rerun this on Much Music quite a bit, the Tammy show. I was curious, the reaction you got from the Tammy show, which is absolutely outstanding, you completely blew the Rolling Stones away, Mr. Brown. And, and, and it's like, what was the reaction you got there typical to the reaction that you would get around the world or playing? 
Well, that was the first time they'd ever seen somebody move that way. And uh, Dick Clark talks about it all the time, my very good friend. Uh, and I went on American Bandstand, they had to be careful because my moves were, was classified a little deeper than regular moves, you know? And thank God for Elvis Presley came along with the tight pants and gave me a chance to put mine back on. <laughs> I'd actually like to give this to you, Mr. Brown. Uh, thank you. I, so I, I, I said your name wrong totally. I, I mean, it's the least I could do. I want to Xerox this and give it to the, the Bittersweets as well because to see the people we had to come through, see? Yeah. They were just beginners, you know? you know, and it was really heavy. But it went alphabetical order because uh, they didn't want anybody to get angry. Now, we, were, we introduced rhythm and blues to the world uh, with this show, and uh, they'd never seen anything like that. And it just blew them away. It was standing in amazement. And I, we, we did our show. I went in the back and sat down and started talking with the fellows, laughing and joking. I had to come back and close the show. They made me come back again and close it. And I was ready to have a lot of fun with the fellows. You were totally sweating away there. Totally sweating away. What do you think of sweat, Mr. Brown? <laughs> <laughs> I think sweat is something that is very, it's a very emotional thing. Regardless of where you put it at, now you might put it in different places. Because in one of your books, I've read somewhere. Sweat express, well, express, <laughs> sweat expresses uh, emotion. Either way, whether it's hard work, um, saying I, show, I, can get, I wish I could get out of here and tired, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there a story about you driving around in a black, a black Cadillac with beautiful suits with the windows up, you know, to look cool, and you were totally sweating away there in the South? I don't remember that, man, but I tell you. If I was too deep, if I was too deep in the south with a Cadillac, I was sweating about that in those days. I'm gonna tell you that right now, and I tell them that too. That was uh, I was probably after Dr. King uh, had to had his um, his uh, a way of letting the people know that uh, that uh, life is for all people. It's like the blood bank. When you go to the blood bank, you don't want the type of blood. And um, it was earlier times, humble times, but we can talk about it now. And we can laugh about it because we got other places to go. I'm just glad these young ladies didn't have to face that craziness, you know? Have they seen Ski Party, the movie Ski Party? Have you seen yeah. Ski Party? Yes, I have. That is an amazing movie. Yeah. But Ski Party was my first debut in really trying to act. And uh, I can remember the lines. Uh, I see, we walked in and they walked up and, and asked me a few questions. And I, I brought in Robert B. Q. Robert Q. Lewis with this, um, he's, he's all wrapped up in snow, he's been frozen. I say, We'll find him out there, you better put him by the fire. The abominable snowman. I think abominable was the hardest word I had to get across. I don't want to talk all night because we got to sing, and talking is a lot harder than singing. I'll see you after the show. Let's ask you two quick questions here, yes. Mr. Brown, winding up here. I was wondering, do you remember at all this gentleman here, Andre Williams? Do you remember Andre Williams at all? He had a song called Bacon Fat. Yeah, yes, I do. I remember that. I remember the dance. You remember the dance? Uh, no. He's almost like the sand. I like uh, me doing it. He also did the song Jailbait, too. I don't know about that. It's like, and he was in a bank called the $5 as well. That was Andre Williams. Uh, are they bringing him back? He is back, and guess what they've brought him back as, Mr. Brown. Check it out. This is Andre Williams back in the 1990s. You got a lot of sense, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gone. We're gone, okay? Thanks very much, Mr. Brown. Right. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do the loot do. Well, thank you very, very much. I'm not going to say wah ba loo bam loo bam boom either. I can't believe that movie. They got this new rock and roll picture out and the cat don't even know the song. He said wah ba loo bam loo bam boom. Pretty close. Do do the loot do. Do do. All right. Will y'all be that good tonight?
You're still listening to The Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And that was Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver's, written by Tommy Chong. Tommy Chong on guitar with Does Your Mama Know About Me? And yes, the purpose of CITR is to play music that you don't hear on other stations. You might have heard that tune on another Vancouver station in the 1960s and before that an interview with James Brown here is another tune by Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver's it is I heard it through the grapevine no hold on a sec yes I know you've heard that before but Bobby Taylor's version is amazing and then we will have a little bit of Nick Flanagan's wiped privilege it is out today it is a comedy record and the opinions expressed are those of nick flanagan and not of citr so again i heard it through the grapevine by bobby taylor and the vancouver's and then brand new from nick flanagan wiped privileged privilege is the lp out today big mama recorded live at the Comedy Bar in Toronto, and we're going to hear two tracks, Big Mama, and thank you for supporting live comedy. Yes, thank you for supporting live comedy by Nick Flanagan, Big Mama by Nick Flanagan, and I 
heard it through the grapevine by Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver's. city and it paid off some of the sickest people in the world came to see me be even sicker get ready for sickness are you down with the sickness it's gonna be some crazy you know just some underground stuff this is edgy i'm a well-known edge master material wise invite me over Invite me over. I don't know how to use edges any other way besides <laughs> material ones. I invite me to your house. I'll I'll don't throw your fork in the garbage. I will chop your steak with my 
fucking edgy jokes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that was an extraneous fuck I threw in there. <laughs> Proof of edge. You could take four of my jokes, build a room. That's what I'm saying. Edgy. I think that's how rooms are <laughs> structured. Uh, before I begin, I always like to start with this uh, sort of a ritual. I like to have everyone just applaud the very idea of comedy, the very concept of the comedian. That's me asking you to do that. I would love it if you, you yes, you know you need us. You need us, we're like, we're like blood, manna. You gotta laugh, you gotta chuckle, you gotta titter, you gotta guffaw, chortle, snort. Laughter is God's hand on a world's troubled shoulder. <laughs> Laughter is God's hand on a world's troubled shoulder. That's a quote from Big Mama's House 2. <laughs> One of the most hilarious movies of all time. You know, that's the, it, that's the Empire Strikes Back of the Big Mama's trilogy. <laughs> Right there, Big Mama 2. It's a good one. BM2. <laughs> Check it out. Strong. Strong stuff. <laughs> I'm a little out of sorts. I've got a cold. I always forget what the way to do a cold. Is it, is it feed a cold, starve a fever, eating disorder, a parent's divorce? <laughs> the recipe. Do you guys miss summer? I miss summer. I miss summer very much because that's the only season where it makes sense that I'm sweating as much as I do <laughs> constantly, 24-7, around the clock. Like, in the summer, people see me in my thongs and my thong and my straw hat. They're like, oh, this wet man is so seasonal. <laughs> so seasonally appropriate. Come with us to the drum festival near the beach. In the winter, people see me pouring sweat. They're just like, what is on his hard drive? What is on this guy's hard drive? I wanna see what's on his hard drive. It's so cold, I want my genitals to warm up using the pornography that is clearly on this man's hard drive. Have you ever cried and sweated at the same time? It's cool. It feels like you're at one with the ocean. <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, thank you for supporting live comedy. Give yourselves a big round of applause. You're doing it. You came here, you knew specifically that there would be comedy, and you came, which is so different than other circumstances you can have where you are just at a bar, and suddenly comedy comes to you without asking. You ever had that happen? You're at some pub. <laughs> You're local, you know, the Shire and Shirkin. <laughs> some, some such respectable establishment. You're just trying to eat a chicken wing without making eye contact with anyone in the world. <laughs> and out of nowhere, some galoot stands up on not a stage, and he goes, hey, just want to let everybody know in 10 minutes, We'll be having some live stand-up comedy. Who's ready for the open mic nights? We're gonna have 54 of the world's most amateur comedic performers 
really 54 of the world's most amateur human beings learning to live in front of your eyes using a microphone inexplicably. And when I get that, when I've been at those kinds of things where suddenly there's an open mic and I want to leave immediately. My stomach clenches. Someone from ISIS may as well have stood up and said, hi, we'll be recruiting slash beheading in 10 minutes. Stick around. There will be mint tea. A sex offender may as well have stood up and said, hi, I'll be explaining my motivation in 10 minutes. Who wants to stick around for an oddly sympathetic time? <laughs> but that 10-minute call is actually a good thing, right? That's like the best thing. Warning people is the best thing you can do. More bars should have it. Bad patrons, when they walk in, should just let the entire bar know. I guess they do already just by their very existence. But they should like... Go in and go up to everyone and say, hi, I just want to let you know after like three horrible shots with sexual names, I'm going to start talking to every one of your par life partners without making eye contact with you. And that guy with the trench coat is going to distract you by cornering you about industrial music for 45 <laughs> minutes. You're going to learn 242 things about Front 242. You ever wonder what KMFDM stands for? Oh, yeah, you never did? Well, it doesn't matter. You're going to find out his theory on what it stands for. I do that, like, if I'm in a bar and I don't like the vibe of the place, I, if they don't have Fanta on tap, I'm... <laughs> I'm like standing up going, hey guys, we're having a stand-up comedy show. The place clears out, nobody ever goes back. It closes, a money mart open in its place. I can cash my checks, everybody wins. You're gonna get back the money <laughs> I borrowed. <laughs> I think we can all agree, what's the number one problem facing the world today? Political correctness. Yeah, yeah right? Political correctness, it's not starvation. It's not the slow, creeping depression that is eating us like an abyss, just a, a wave covering the entire world. It's not disease. It's a disease called political correctness. I hate how everyone is so politically correct nowadays. Don't you miss the days when you could just barf your disgusting opinion into somebody's face? and they didn't feel empowered enough to say anything back? I need a one-sided confrontation if I'm going to leave the house. I can't live in this society. Can we please go back to the days when uncles could just massage you without asking? We're discouraging the gentle art of touch.
And you're still listening to CITR Radio. And you just, an Ardwarta Human Serviette radio show. And you just heard right there the Orange Kite with Fizzy Orange. And thank you, Stevie, for sending me that track. Brand new from the Orange Kite featuring Stevie and also Robin from fashionism and before that released today a bit of nick flanagan tracks one and two from wiped privileged privilege out today we heard big mama and thank you for supporting live comedy and we began with bobby taylor and the vancouver's with i heard it through the grape vine Right now, I would like to thank Red Martian. They sent me another package, fully annotated. Let's read it to you, the listener, if there are any listeners. Tara Thiessen and Natalie from Shark Muffin. This is a message from Red Martian. Hello, Nardwar. The Human Serviette. Here are two copies, one for you, one for CITR, of the Brooklyn band Shark Muffin. Thanks for playing the red flexi disc. Please wish Tara happy pizza birthdays if you can on air. Happy pizza's birthdays, Tara from Shark Muffin. So we're going to hear from Shark Muffin, Chartreuse from Shark Muffin. And then we're going to follow it up with a little bit of Red Martian. And again, Red Martian have provided stickies with information for me to tell you, the listener. Hello, Nardwar, the human serviette. Welcome to the second edition of the Bughalt Records Acetate of the Month Club. This issue is a hand-cranked four-song EP by Red Martian. It includes a demo called Pig Slay and three songs from our September 28th 2016 show at the High Dive in Seattle. The acetate is also etched on the Pixley side stating Nardwar's copy. Acetate care for 200 plays. This really is an actual, this is Nardwar speaking, an actual acetate. Red Martian has an acetate maker. Thank you so much. I love the schmell. Yes, I love the word schmell. This is like a custom record. It is my name scratched into the actual groove. Hold acetate by the edges with clean hands. Two, keep away from direct sunlight and heat sources. And number three, use a good stylus and play at high volume. Well, all those will be met at CITR Radio. Now, Red Martian did not stop from there. They also sent me another release by Red Martian. And it goes on to say, Red Martian. 
Little Hopes, released in 2000. I found it on Discogs.com and got it to help you narrow the gap on your now-complete, ever-so-close discography of the band Red Martian from Seattle, Washington. So thank you again, Red Martian, for sending all these vinyl treasures. Right now, we're going to hear Shark Muffin and then follow it up with Red Martian Acetate and then a Red Martian release from the year 2000. Thank you, Red Martian.
And you're still listening to CITR Radio. That was Red Martian. And thank you, Red Martian, for sending that track. That was Observers by Red Martian. And before that, from an acetate, Red Martian. And we heard Red Martian in an actual live environment on September 28th, 2016 from the High Dive in Seattle. And this is from an actual acetate. Hooray! Number one. Number one of 20. And we began with Shark Muffin. Thank you again, Shark Muffin, doing Chartreuse, sent me by Red Martian. Right now, here is something sent to me by Ilka. Thank you, Ilka, from Fly PR. This is brand new from The Exterminators, featuring Don Bowles on drums and Chris Kirkwood on bass, Buzzy Murder on guitar, and Johnny Macho on vocals. These guys, the exterminators, were pretty much the first, maybe the second, because consumers were the first punk band in Arizona. So they have re-recorded their set from 77 for you. Brand new. And we're going to hear a couple tracks, courtesy Ilka. Thank you, Ilka, from Fly PR. We are going to hear I Don't Give a Fuck. Plus, sometimes I don't know. Plus, Just Like Your Mom. Plus, Not You by The Exterminators. One of the first bands ever from Phoenix, Arizona of the punk Persuasion from 1977, but this is a re-recorded in 2016 by Chris Kirkwood. He, of Meat Puppets fame, he was not in the original incarnation. However, this is songs representative of their actual set. So here we go. The Exterminators from, for better lack of words, Phoenix, Arizona, with I don't give a fuck.
You're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And you just heard a couple tracks there from the Exterminators, who were the second pretty much punk band from Phoenix, Arizona. This was their set from 1977, recorded now in 2016, courtesy of Ilka from Fly PR, who sent me this release. It features, again, Chris Kirkwood from the Meat Puppets on bass, Don Bowles from the Germs on drums, and Ariel Pink on drums as well. He plays drums with Ariel Pink, Don does. Buzzy Murder and Johnny Macho. Chris filled in on bass and recorded it because the original member of the Exterminators had passed away. This was the Exterminators from Phoenix, Arizona, and we heard Not You, Just Like Your Mom, Sometimes I Don't Know, and I Don't Give a 
fuck. Right now, I thought I would play something from the golden age of radio. Now, if you don't like what me, Nardwar de Human Serviette, is up to, well, you can join CITR Radio. You can come down here and do your own radio show. Yes, you can join CITR Radio. If I can do it, anybody can. Please join CITR. You can do news, you can do sports, you can do a radio show. This right here is the Dean, the golden age of underground radio from the 1960s from San Francisco. We thought we should hear, in other words, we being me, not more to human serviette, from the golden age of underground radio CD, Tom Donahue. So we are going to hear Tom Donahue in action from the golden age of radio, playing a whole bunch of stuff. So here we go, Tom Donahue, the golden age of radio. This is KSAN in San Francisco, Tom Donahue and Rachel, and lots of other people tonight, lots of friends until midnight. The program tonight is brought to you by Leopold's. Well, when they asked me if I used X69, I told them, certainly, darling, where else would I shop for my records? Only Leopold's has X69. Now, when I spend my record dollar, I don't want it sitting in the pocket of some fat capitalist. I want it recycled. And that's what X69 does. It recycles the money into the pockets of the community groups. So take it from me, darlings. I wouldn't be caught dead in another record store, no matter what hypes they used. It's only X69 for me, and that's Leopold's records, darling. So believe me, 2518A Durant in Berkeley is where it's at. X69. Only Leopold has X69. Makes your money go further. Remember that for a donation of $3.25 or more for the Berkeley Free Clinic, Leopold's will give you any $4.98 or $5.98 list-priced album for free. Donovan has a new single that uh, a lot of people should be able to get into. Those of you who've been contemplating the whereabouts of the lost Atlantis, and that would take a lot of people through history. It's called Atlantis, and it's by Donovan. A few years ago, a certain street in London, England was considered to be the fashion center for new mod clothes ideas. Today, the leader in men's and women's fashions has arrived in San Francisco to establish his 15th store in California and his first in the Bay Area at 501 Pacific, Pacific and Montgomery, Jackson Square. It's Jeans West with the newest and most exciting clothes ever. It's the fun place to drop by and get it on. Jeans West excitement is created by the row after row of one of the largest selections of Levi's stay press slacks in the flare styles. Jeans West guarantees they'll undersell everybody who say they are underselling everybody. In straight words, straight words, you can't beat the prices of Jeans West because they're the lowest. Jeans West, funny name for a guy. <laughs> a great place to get some of those famous Levi's stay press slacks. It's the red, white, and blue store in the corner of Pacific and Montgomery in San Francisco. 
New store opening in San Rafael, 1444th Street, and they're planning a big opening on April 4th. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we introduce the Grecian import, a young lady we call our tarred tummy tosser, our exotic beauty, Miss Saroya. Oh, yes. The news today, friends, is obscene, dirty, immoral, filthy, smutty, ick news. But if you cook it up in a brownie, it doesn't taste all that bad. An individual appears to be bound by the boundaries of home and the boundaries of his own body. But in reality, the subtle aspects of the individuality go to make universal existence. I can dig it, Maharishi. A U.S. District Court judge allowed the Music Hall Association to break its contract and cancel two concerts of The Doors. The Music Hall Association fears that the performances will be obnoxious. And finally, Richard Nixon says, if we are going to make progress in private talks, they must be private. Meanwhile, the Vietnam War is still going on. And man, that's really obscene. This is Tom Donahue back in action. Uh, this is KSAN in San Francisco. Rachel and I will be here until midnight. Brought to you by Leopold's. And I love the commercials they've been doing for us tonight. And it's important you listen to them. We at Leopold's sell records not just to move plastic, but as a means to an end, to get funds to help worthy projects in Berkeley and in the Bay Area. To the same ends, the Bangladesh concert was put on. There's a serious question of whether those funds raised ever got to Bangladesh to help the people that were really suffering and who are still suffering. We have a request. We need your help especially those who bought the album, to write to Ron Dellums in Berkeley and request a congressional hearing to find out what happened to the $30 million from the Bangladesh concert. Also, where is the money from the movie going? Please help. 2490 Channing Way in Berkeley, Ron Dellums. Thank you. is part of the hog farm, as is Lou Todd, and the hog farm has been working locally for the marijuana initiative, and tomorrow registrars will be out to get you signed up so you can uh, be in a position to vote for it, and they're getting people uh, to sign the petitions, I guess, still. If you'd like to do that, go to the Felon Stanion entrance of Golden Gate Park at 10 a.m., and be at the tea garden uh, at or 
They will be at the Tea Garden at 2. Hmm? You might be able to catch them at the Tea Garden at 2. That's where they plan to be at 2. The hog farm tends to get there. Um, and I'm sure, man, they'll have peanut butter sandwiches someplace, someplace among them. Because when you're with the hog farm, you will never, ever starve to death. So that's tomorrow at uh, 10 a.m. at the Felon Stanion entrance of Golden Gate Park and the Tea Garden, hopefully, at 2 o'clock. That's all for tonight. This is Tom Donahue inviting you to listen in in Los Angeles if you live there, visiting there, on KMET at 94.7. In San Francisco, Oakland, it's KSAN, Metro Media Stereo 95. And that's the way it was, and that's the way it is. 
and it's always changing, and it is always the same. How's that for psychedelic? Uh, this is Tom Donahue. Rachel and I have really been having fun tonight. I'd had plans to go over and see Stoneground tonight, because uh, they've still got another show to do at the Keystone in Berkeley. So if you happen to go over there, would you tell them, I can't make it, Jim. I'm just not in condition. <laughs> <laughs>